This meeting is being recorded. There you go. Oh my God. No it's surprises. a little robot lady. That's uh that is very new. <laughs> um all right. Well, hey, guess what? We're doing festival festival. We're here with Tommy and the- Hello, hello. Listen, I've been watching like I, I am a I'm a newer wrestling fan. Sure. But uh I you were the first wrestler who like because we we are from the metal world. I think you were the first wrestler that has actually felt like like time and genre appropriate for metal. <laughs> like I appreciate you saying that. I um I mean I I I, I you're 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 not the first one to say that, but um <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it is what it is. <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 I grew up like this. I was like this in my childhood. And I guess it just trans, it, like, it kind of translated over to my, uh, my adult life. And I carried it with me all uh, throughout my professional career that, you know, metal alternative music was just something that I always identified with and something that was a big part of, of, of me and the, and then in the scenes where I, uh, I hung out in. So, um, you know, it was only natural for me to kind of find that audience um, and use that audience, not just in my character, but in my aesthetic and in interviews. And, you know, it's something that I always wanted to represent because it's, 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 a, it's a big part of me. Music is, uh, is, is massively important to me. And that really came through. I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to gonna talk about this a little bit more and then I'll stop punishing you. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Go for it. <laughs> um, but I remember how I, I remember like seeing you for the first time and going like, that's fucking awesome. That is a guy who actually <laughs> looks like he's representing metal culture appropriately on stage. But you were also not just representing the culture like you were you were bringing the bands with you. I saw you wrestle at the Barclays Center uh, yeah. for NXT mm-hmm. and I remember uh, like we know the incendiary guys a little bit and they did your yeah. original theme song and seeing uh, like seeing Code Orange and Brandon on that giant stage playing the Barclays yeah. and I was like, this is the first time they've ever played. Like he's, this might be like the first like huge audience they've ever performed in front of. And I thought that that was, the coolest shit I've ever seen. I got, I was too amped to see it. I was like trying to mosh in the row that we were in. It was, it was awesome, man. So I don't know who put that together exactly, but that was, I was, uh, I was like, this is the biggest stage that this genre of music has maybe ever been on. And it was fucking sick. So um, my connection with code orange started a little before being in the wwe um i uh like so 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 uh they're 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 pretty big wrestling fans and they used to come to like indie shows you know uh, they 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 uh, they used to go to uh, evolve wrestling which is a part of uh, the wwe uh nowadays and um jamie the frontman uh he, he knew me from that so, and obviously I knew about Code Orange and like they were just starting out at least, excuse me, they were, I'm, I'm drinking kombucha and the, the, uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. the, 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 car, the carbonation is, uh, is, uh, is, is messing with me. But so, um, <laughs> we, we got introduced fairly early on and, um, we went to download festival 
I think this was 2017 or 2016, even though that definitely 2017 we went to Dallin Festival. And I got to, uh, I got to announce them uh, on stage when they were still playing uh, like a relatively smaller stage. It was still like a good thousand people that were watching. So, you know, um, so I did that. And that kind of established a connection between the WWE and, and Code Orange. And then at one point, you know, that, that match came, that, that takeover came, uh, came, came around where I wrestled Hideo Itami and uh, Hunter had the idea of like, hey, why don't you come out to, you know, Code Orange playing your theme song and we'll have Brandon from Incendiary who, who voiced your track. Uh, why don't we have him, him also just doing a track live and, you, you know, we do this whole thing live. And uh, I mean, he didn't have to repeat himself because I, were, I was already on stage. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. It was, uh, <laughs> it was one, of the, one of the more cooler experiences that I've had in my, uh, in my professional wrestling career. Um, yeah, just mind blowing. Because I remember as it happened, like indeed the people up front were just jumping around and like stomping, stomping the ground. It was, it was really cool to watch to kind of like bridge all those worlds. And that's one of the, the, the cool thing about, you know, NXT is that they kind of stay, they stay on the, they stay a little bit more towards the, the underground, towards metal, towards the culture, towards all that stuff. So it was just very cool that I, in that era of professional wrestling, that I was one of, one of the first to kind of like have that like live band performance with them again. So uh, in terms of alternative stuff. So I was really, um, yeah, you know, it's definitely like a very positive, good memory that I have. It rules, man. Uh, and that's, that's cool that they put together that uh, that opportunity for you. Um, but I also think that just genuinely, like I, you showed up and it felt like I was seeing NXT kind of get shaped towards your genre of metal. I, like right after you popped up and then I was like, oh my God, Power Trip is like the, <laughs> the, yep. the theme for one of these events and Baroness. Yep. And I was like, this rules. I, uh, yep. I was excited. But uh, all right, enough uh, enough punishment. We're getting we're gonna get into the show. This is a this show, show is called Festival Schmestival, and we're gonna build you a fantasy music festival. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's how we're gonna do it. Okay, so I need to have he headline acts. I need to have uh, smaller stages. Like, how 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 are we planning this? So <laughs> how it's gonna work <laughs> is uh, we're gonna do. We're going to do five bands. This is your, you don't have to actually uh, like worry about how to like organize it or like where everyone mm. goes. You just, you're going to pick five bands from your heart. And okay. then we're going to make you pick uh, another five bands from your recently played on Spotify. Okay. So you just got to pull up your recently played and whatever the most recent five songs you listen okay. to, those bands that are on, are on your festival. Okay. Okay. Um, five bands. So, um, let's start with Dark Funeral. Hell yeah. Well, real quick before, before I just, we're just going to set the stage a little bit, just a little bit. What time of year do you want your music festival to happen? Some people are autumn. summer people. Autumn. No, autumn. Why like, autumn? End of the summer because I, I feel the weather is still kind of like comfortable enough. It's not that rainy just yet. It's comfortable enough for you to stand around and like uh, in, your, in your shorts and, and, and a hoodie or a t-shirt. Yeah. And it's not there to the point where like you're sweating buckets and you feel like you're about to pass out from dehydration or yeah. overheating. 
You know what? People underestimate the power of shorts and hoodie weather. That's a special uh, time I'm, of I'm year. I'm all about it. It's, 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 I'm, I'm all about it. it. It is that I live in Florida and it's turned into shorts and flip-flops and cut-up tees. But <laughs> other than that, I'm a big, big shorts and hoodie guy. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, what part of the, where do you, what do you want the festival to happen? You can put it anywhere. You can put it on the moon if you want. Probably in the United Kingdom. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that there's a lot, there's a good scene there. I feel there's a lot of great, great people in the United Kingdom. Like, there's a good alternative scene. A lot of the legends of that, of, of, of metal come out of Britain. Um, Is- I, uh, I have a good, I, I was, have a, I have, a, I have a, a lot of love for the United Kingdom. I spent a lot of my time in terms of like wrestling. I spent a lot of time there. I build a big name for myself there. You know, I wrestled on Sonosphere, on Download. Um, I've always seen that the metal scene over there is always very, very predominant, very, very cool, great people, great music, great bands. Some of my friends are from the United Kingdom. I've always had a, a good connection with the United Kingdom. That's awesome. Do you have, have so you, Download is a, is the UK festival, right? Yes. Okay. Where, is that kind of where you would put it up or do you have like a, park or area in mind oh no I, the, the, when it comes to like <laughs> that kind of stuff of uh logistically and like geography that kind of stuff is all wasted on me but um yeah same i'm like a fish and chips the beatles ah <laughs> <laughs> um all right cool so it's happening in the uk and yeah. uh just so you know i'm gonna we have a we have some like lifelines or as we call them stage hands uh okay. that i'm gonna remind you about throughout your picks. Um, okay. So you just have, you have five stage hands. Uh, you get one hologram. Uh, so you, oh, if, no. if like someone has passed on or you just want to give a band a hologram, uh, you have one. Uh, okay. You can, you get one official reunion set. So if there's one band that you love that has broken up and you just really want all of the original members back together, you can do that once. Um, okay. You get one full album set, so only one of the bands on your festival can play uh, your favorite album of theirs all the way through. You okay. can get, if you want, uh, if it gets complicated, you can have one cover set, a la like where how Primus was doing an entire tour where they were just like cosplaying as Rush. They're just doing a Rush <laughs> set. Um, and of Andrew, were. of course, they were. Uh, and Andrew WK has to participate. He's going to okay. be there so anyway. No matter what I do, Andrew WK is there. He's there. He doesn't have to play music, but you got to put him to work. He can. Okay. Yeah, he can be a cook. He can do that thing where he just drummed for 48 hours uh, for some reason. Okay. You can just have, yeah, he's just got to do something. All right. So All this, right. Is, this is a lot more elaborate than I thought it was going to be. But okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hmm. let's get into it. Dark Funeral. Yeah. Okay. So we have Dark Funeral. Um, let's put Watain up there as well. Oh shit! You gotta like, like the full on Watain set with like oh just, everything, like, the, meat. The, the flames, the the, the, the candles, the, the the all of it. Hell yeah! Uh, funny side note: uh, Opus Diabolus, the, uh, the 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 live performance, the live DVD that I brought out is where I, where I based my original NXT entrance on. Really? Yep, that's where the candles are from, and the calling. That's, that's so fucking cool. I Watain is is like 
is one of like the few black like metal bands that have just like a lore and the legend mm-hmm. like people yeah. warn you before you go to a attain show they're like listen it's gonna smell bad there's fire yeah. it's a whole fucking thing <laughs> yeah it's, uh, yeah it's it's a very pleasant unpleasant experience depending on where you're uh you know what your stance <laughs> on life on life is but um yeah cool. so yeah so we got latane uh i put behemoth in there as well hell yeah uh um, sure I love, I like, are you a fan of like Nurgle's side projects as well? Like uh, me and that man? Can't say that I've listened to it. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, listen, it's a lovely hat, but uh, I don't know. (laughs) So this is the thing, right? Um, I know that he did something. I know that he does, you know, like a lot lot of these, a lot of like front man, a lot of of the band members in general do like a lot of like side projects. I've just never really been in uh, into like a lot of the side project that um, a lot of these bands do uh, simply because a lot of times I don't know the names of the side projects that they do. Right. Um, yeah. But like, I, like I, I knew he did some, I wasn't aware of what it was called. Yeah. I, I, I only, uh, I, to be honest, I think I only remember what the band is called because he did a, uh, he did a little bumper for our show. Like, uh, uh, in an early episode, he did like a, you're watching two minutes to late night. And he said like, hi, it's Nurgle from Behemoth. And me and the, and he pretty, uh, like, I, I just remember he said it in a way where I was like, I had no idea that that that, that band name was pronounced that way. He said like, <laughs> it sounded like he said like Mirren Men. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I, and I looked it up and I just, I haven't forgotten it since. He's a cool dude. Oh, though. there you there go. That, that's the, you'll never forget it now. Yeah. All right. So we got Dark Funeral. We got Watain. We got Behemoth. This is just this is just a uh, like just a a pummeling black metal festival. I'm into it. Well, we're not done yet. Um, Amon Ra. <laughs> oh my God! Hell yeah! They just put out the new album today. I actually spoke to them this morning about it. What do you think? It's. How do you how do you describe Amon Ra? How do you describe anything other than just saying that it's an absolute experience to listen to their music? They are yeah. um, genre defining, innovative, uh, atmospheric, and it's it's to me it is um, it is life poetry to watch what they do in terms of like the control of 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 of, of sound and uh, the usage of vocals placement it's a very emotional band a very emotional ride and uh that's one of those bands that i don't think i've ever heard them um bring out anything that i didn't like yeah they are they're definitely one of the more like emotionally pulverizing bands uh, that i've heard like they i feel like um when you watch them it does it feels like it definitely feels like an experience and there's just only a few of those types of artists like Amon Ra and Lingua Ignota, I think are just, I don't know if you're familiar with, with her album, but it is mm-hmm. just, yeah, just, just, just raw. It's, it's, it's really, I think that that type of uh, power is sort of where I'm, you're, we're seeing a lot of darker and black metal bands uh, like go. It seems to like, uh, be changing from like uh, like 
I, I think like more from an evil commentary to just like these are these are artists that are trying to 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 sound like pain and it's really something special yeah and so that's also one of the things that i have friends right with 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 behemoth and a lot of people always you know there's there's like and obviously like you know uh the black metal is always a very um i feel it's a touchy subject for some for some reason it's a very fickle subject here and there um, right. But for instance, like a lot of people feel that like um, Behemoth lost their their credibility because they're no longer, you know, they're more of a big festival band now and stuff. But the way I perceive their music now, you know, if you go back from the beginning and then like let's 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 skip forward to all the way it's like like the Satanist and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's like in my opinion, it's not that they that they remove themselves from it. It's because as they grew older, their interests and taste within what they want from their own band grew. Yes. And their sound got more developed. Like one of the same bands that I have that with his friends in his Parkway Drive. Um, right. I feel like they're bands that just, they grow, as they grow older, their music grows with them. And sure, that changes, but like, were you the same kid when you were 15 versus how you are now? Are you in the exact same things? Like, you're still into some of the things that, you know, made you, but they made you grow up in a certain way. And, you know, they made sure that you have all these different types of interests now and these different types of flavors of life that you, that you enjoy and embrace. And I feel that's the same with like a band like Behemoth, where they went from this raw, gritty, traditional, you know, black metal sound to this more magnitude, like world consuming band slash sound that they have now and you know i I get that some people kind of you know go from well this is not what i this is not what i loved about you guys when you know i started listening to you 20 years ago 25 years ago but for me i I don't know i i respect it because for me it feels natural that there is such an evolution in their music and there's such an evolution in uh what they do and i think a big part of that crowd you know grows with them um, as, as did I, but I, I, you know, I, I respect that. I like that. I like it when all of a sudden it's like, you can feel that the, 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 you know, the raw core sound of a band was an egg that eventually broke and, you know, they're out of their shell and they just go all over the place. I I love it. And I think with like Amon Ra, even though they've always had the same style, I feel that it's just, you know, they're, they're so influential for a lot of these bands now to kind of listen to that, that, that post metal sound to go, Okay, they're still like very dark, very bleak. You know, there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a post black metal band called uh, Celeste, and um, yes. I, I feel that they have they have a lot a lot of the same. Where it was like it went from that really gritty gritty, um, I believe they're French, like like really gritty black metal to now having this, you know, like much more open open sound almost. You know what I mean? And I think some people enjoy it, and some people clearly you know don't enjoy it, but it's it's yeah no, I feel like it's natural almost of course well I think like that's always the where the band goes later is always kind of what I'm more interested in because that's when they become more themselves and more unique I yeah. and I think it's it, it gets a little boring if everyone is just trying to be it's if everyone's trying to sound exactly like the same type of black metal band then I mean there's gonna you want we all want some variation in here you know Sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, you also don't want them to create the same album over and over. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I also like I'm not a I'm not against uh bands getting bigger or doing more with nope. their production when they get more more like here's the thing. I still think a Demoborg gear is really fun. Are you serious? They're like yep. Warcraft the musical. It's so much fun. Yeah, I uh, yeah I remember when I started doing like the all the the the, the orchestra the orchestra and stuff like that. And actually, when I was fifteen, I think Demo Borger was one of the first most symphonic death metal slash black metal bands that I've ever heard of. Yeah, and I, I was pretty mesmerized by it because this is a sound that I've never heard before. I was used to like Immortal, and yeah. all of a sudden I hear this, and it's like, well, this is completely different. But then obviously on a surface level, you know, you know, nothing as a 15 year old aesthetically, they look the same, you know what I mean? So you place them in the same glove compartment, but then, you know, both, both like, you know, immortal sounding very raw, very traditional black metal. And then you have Demo Borgir, which uses synths and like keyboards and like, you know, different stuff, but then still has like etchings of black metal, but it, it transcends a little bit more into like death metal and like, you know, symphonic death metal. Yeah, I don't know, like, man, I, uh, I, I enjoy the, um, the ever-changing landscape of alternative music, uh, you know, that, that is presented to us at, for, from an early age on. For sure, yeah, I completely agree. I, it, like, I'm, I'm, for whatever it is, like, I'm just excited that it makes me uh, like I hear Dima Bergier, I'm like, I want to ride a horse. Let's go. <laughs> um, all right. But number five, who we put in fifth on this list. All right, so I'm going to take a complete left turn. And I'm going to say gate creeper. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, Those so boys good. are great. So great. They are. Um, I, I, I remember reading an article calling them like, potentially the world's first like stadium death metal band and i really oh, wow. hope it ha i really hope it happens like i i think it would be really cool if they were the band to like uh really popularize like the death metal sound because they're coming in with i think a ton of a like appeal with their song structure it's palatable mm -hmm. but it's still like you know you get it's still got like entombed chainsaw guitars Mm -hmm. Um, and Chase has so much charisma. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I really like, I think again, what we're talking about, like, I think they'll get big and people will probably be pretty angry about it, but I don't care. I want it to happen. Yeah. I mean, want... you're, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna piss people off no matter what you do. Believe me, <laughs> I, take, take it, take it from where I'm sitting on my end, you know, like, you 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 go left. People get mad that you didn't go right. You go right. People are mad that you didn't go left. You go straight. People didn't. Uh, people people are mad that you didn't. You know you didn't you 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 didn't go back. You know it's yeah. You can't you can't please everyone. At the end of the day, you got to do what feels good for you because no one's opinion is going to either like fulfill your creative need or is going to pay your bills. So you know. Hell yeah. So wh why uh like. What what draws you to gate? Because you 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 are a lifer with with metal. Is there a reason that you chose Gate Creeper uh, instead of like one of their uh, contemporaries or one of their like predecessors, like Entombed? Um, I feel that Gate Creeper is just you know what 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 they're doing is just great, and Entombed have done so much great things. And I feel that like, I like it when, um, you know, a band like Entombed is, 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 is set in stone. Everybody right. knows that they're great. Everybody knows what they've done for the genre, for the, for, for the music. 
you know, it's, 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 it's the young, the young bucks versus the established, established, uh, you know, elite horde of, of, of metal musicians that like everybody knows and love versus these guys that have clearly proven themselves, but still have like an entire world to conquer. Whereas Entombed has already conquered, uh, the entire world, you know? Absolutely. Um, I think that Gatekeeper has so much to offer, you know? I agree. Also, I forgot that tragically Lars passed away, so we would have had to use a hologram and a whole thing. Um, so, no <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, good. I just, yeah, I just wanted to hear you gush about Gatekeeper some more. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, dude, all right. Well, let's get into the recently played section of your Spotify. Okay. Okay. If you want to pull that up real quick. All right, give me one second. All right, let's go to my recently played. Hell yeah. This is always the best part, especially because, uh, like, I love the recently played because there's always the chance that, like, someone else was, like, listening to your Spotify <laughs> or someone sent you a song to check out and it wouldn't normally be in your rotation. So excited oh, well, to see if there so are any of those. When it, when it comes to that kind of stuff, like uh, I share a Spotify playlist with my wife. So I did, yeah. I, I have, <laughs> I have had like people have, like call me out on Twitter when, uh, uh, cause my, my wife is very much into like uh, Nicki Minaj and uh, Megan Hell Thee Stallion. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think those ladies are very talented. I think that they're you know they're, 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 they make they make awesome music on their own. Uh, not necessarily something that I like you know would get into myself very quickly. But I'm not going to knock any artist just because it's not my type of music. You know what I mean? I don't believe I don't believe in that. I believe that everybody has, you know, like I'm not going to say that a Nicki Minaj doesn't work as hard as like. Uh, primitive man you know what i mean right. like I'm, I'm not you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna claim that because i am not involved with these people's lives and i'm not gonna say that one form of music is more real than the other for the sake of saying it you know what i mean and yes actually it's funny because my wife is um my wife like i said is a very is a very big Nicki minaj fan and she was watching this documentary on Nicki, and like i love documentary i love learning about people and i love learning about their, their you know their their mindsets and stuff and it was a it was a documentary of basically how she kind of got started. I think it kind of went from when she um, when she first started kind of breaking through with a little bit more like I guess pop album. And it was a very interesting thing to see how she was thinking about that and how hard she was working and like how her thought process went into it. And it's kind of like, wow, like you would I would have never guessed that if I wouldn't have seen this. So like that really bumped up my respect for you know, what these people in that world, because that's, that's, a, that's, it's, it's a, it's a very cool world, you know, the, uh, w mm -hmm. where people like her, like, you know, uh, dwell in and, uh, and make their success and make their, make their living. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not, I've never really been someone that's going to knock one genre of music or feel bad about listening to a type of music just because it wouldn't be in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. Well, I'm excited to see if Nicki Minaj shows up recently. No, played. so uh, on the top of the list, I have based. Oh shit! Hell yeah! I love those boys. They're crazy. Like I, uh, yeah, they're the big, big fan of based. Um, then I have Oculus. Oh, I don't know them. Oh, you might want to know them. Okay. <laughs> Tell me, what kind of band are they? 
they're a they're a black metal band, but I'd say they they use a lot of um, it's, it's 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 they use keyboards. I think like it's definitely a little bit more symphonic, but it's it's uh, it's very violent, <laughs> but it's also very uh, very technical. It's very very clever, very clever uh, clever black metal. Um, awesome. Then it is Asthma Castle. Asthma Castle. Yeah. Oh my God, that rules. That's so. <laughs> that's such a fun. That's a really fun name. Um, yeah, they're great. And then I've I, got uh, Holland's own Golden Earring. Golden Ear. Oh, right, because you are from Holland. Yep, from um, the Netherlands. Yep. Do you know? Uh, are they? Are they a band you grew up with? Yes. Yes. My father and my my brother listened to Golden Earring, and I think everybody knows Golden Earring. They were they're, they're they're I think they're probably like the Netherlands' biggest uh, export product when it comes to music. I, I'm not familiar with him drew producer drew is one of their songs when the lady smiles um radar love is like the classic song yeah radar love is was like it's a you've definitely heard it and thought the song the words were red red alert it's radar love and uh i know the yeah i think i know that like uh we like we got a thing i've it's called radar love yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) that rules so this is the okay so this is the first like uh, like prog rock band uh, mm-hmm. on the list. Are you a prog rock guy outside of Golden Earring? No, not necessarily. You know, but it's like one yeah. of those bands that I grew up with that kind of like stuck with me. Um, yeah, for sure. And uh, God, this was what was this band number four? That was number four. Yeah, we got. Okay. And then the more. other one is City in Color. One more time. And the last, the fifth one right now is City in Color. City in color. Oh my God, Dallas Green. He's that's my From... boy. I love him. <laughs> oh my God, how great did, human like... being, phenomenal musician. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, like, so were you were and Alexis on? Here's the question: Is it Alex is on fire or is it Alexis on fire? I was. I thought it was Alexis is on fire. Drew, where are you with this? Is that a thing? Is that is that a thing that people debate? I here's the thing. I knew the answer. They did an interview and they were like, "It's Alex is on fire or Alexis on fire," and they said definitively which one it was, and I can't remember. And now I'm oh. kind of like, you know what? I don't care. <laughs> it's whatever I, those boys want it to be. It's whatever yeah. you want it to be. There you art, go. <laughs> art belongs to the people who view it, not the artists, in my opinion. Us, the consumers of said art. Yes. Um, <laughs> Helly, I love it, dude. You got, all right, so we got, like, wall-to-wall black metal, a death metal band, and then we have golden earring and city and color. Just to chill, just to just to get everybody, we like... Can, we can't be on top, of the, uh, on top of the tower all the time. We got to come down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like city and color, man. I is he still performing as, as like under that name? I haven't I haven't yeah. heard that that band name since I was in high he school. He brought out an album uh, last year, uh, Pill for Loneliness, and I think it's up there with his best work. That rules. Good for him, He's, man. That- um, I, I love everything that man, everything that man does. Um, 
like I said, I think he's a phenomenal guy. I, uh, every so often we'll, uh, you know, we'll converse like a, a, a tiny bit. Um, but any type of music he ever brought out, um, I was, that was phenomenal. I think that he, he is very good in, uh, translating emotion, emotions and translating, um, how he feels through, through verbiage and through guitar work. Um, yeah, just, uh, and, and just as a human being, I, uh, I hold him in very high regard. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. So what's, uh, what's Andrew WK doing on your festival? Um, Andrew, Andrew WK is keeping, keeping people, uh, engaged in between sets. Oh, he's like a hype man. He's a hype man in between. He's, you know, getting people pumped, making sure that everybody's still like, you know, hey guys, I know that we just heard like bleak death metal, but here's some more black metal. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's more black metal coming. And then there's City in Color to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to close it out. Yeah, exactly. To close, yes. That's, you know, that, that's how, yeah, that's how my festival work. You, 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 you would end with the one thing that like, you know, everybody just go home, you know, gently, you know, you guys have had a wild day. You deserve some peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's the right man for the job. I mean, he's got, uh, I think I just found out that he's, uh, he's putting out a new album and he has, I think obituary is his backing band now. Or oh, wow. is his, which is, or that he has That's the drummer wild. from Obituary, which I was like, that is fucking wild. That's I also, funny. I checked, I checked out his, uh, his new song, uh, like, uh, Send Me to Heaven or whatever. And it has, it honestly, it has an ass beater of a riff. It's like a really, it's like one riff the whole time. But it's really good. I was into it. I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of his like his his in his wheelhouse to have like a single riff that keeps going and like you know he just and and like look before I insult anyone, I am not an expert on Andrew WK. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I know his two very famous songs and that that's about it. Uh, yep. But uh, he seems like a very cool individual. Seems like a very you know. Uh, he seems like a great guy. He seems like a, a dude that has a has a solid head on his shoulders. Absolutely, for sure. And he's I, I mean he's he's gonna have a very famous wedding in a few weeks, I guess. Um, but we should talk. We should talk about how we got uh, put in touch with each other because how did you we we were put in touch via Dwid from Integrity. How do you how did you meet Dwid? Um. So I've been a fan of Integrity for a very long time. And I think what happened is I wore an integrity shirt. Yes. So myself, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins went to an ex uh, exhibit on uh, Game of Thrones in Ireland when we did a European tour and it was pressed there and I was wearing an integrity shirt. And uh, I, th I guess those pictures came out and people were tagging integrity. And I think DeWitt was like, well, this dude's a fan of, of my band. Holy shit. So he kind of DM'd me. We started talking a little bit. And then um, about seven, eight months ago, I did a collaboration with my clothing brand, Black Mass Clothing, and his band. And we, we brought out uh, a Black Mass slash uh, Integrity t-shirt. Uh, and we're doing some more with, with them. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how I'm... Uh, I am aware and in contact and communicative with Do It from uh, Integrity. 
Yeah. Uh, listen, the power of merch is a real <laughs> real yes. thing. He's got just like one of the coolest logos ever. Okay. I'm not even I'm not even sure exactly what it is. I'm like, it's a cat. It's a king. What's going? A vampire? I love. I love it. Um, well, he told us this story. I don't know if I don't know if he's ever publicly said this, <laughs> but he he told us this story about how when he first started out, like he was a graphic designer, and someone asked him if he had a band, and he only had the logo, and he said yes, and so he had to create integrity so that he had a band to put that logo on. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think he was involved with it, it. Like, yeah, I think he was like planning to have a band anyway. But when someone asked him, they, he was like, yes. And like, just had the name <laughs> like he already had like the name, but he hadn't picked out exactly who was going to make the music with him yet, which <laughs> which rules. I also found out that um, uh, Derek from uh, from Sepultura was in the mm -hmm. original Integrity lineup, and I did not know that for a no, very long time. No, that's also something I was not aware of. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Dwid is the connective tissue between both versions of Sepultura. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, uh, which he's is very, blue. yeah. Um, he, I was super surprised. Uh, we were doing, because um, we met him uh, through Psycho Vegas. Um, we mm -hmm. were, he was, integrity was the surprise uh band on the lineup and okay. uh we were doing we were doing skits uh we were just brought in by psycho vegas to do skits with a bunch of different bands and yeah. we got an email uh saying like hey so integrity is the secret band they're getting in today he's a fan of your show do you want to do something with integrity and just based on the reputation of integrity uh we were like um what are you are you sure <laughs> like, <laughs> he wants to do he wants to do a sketch um and we ended up we did a sketch with him and we ended up i saw that yeah it was very fun but it, it was it it was cool because like midway through the sketch we ended up having like a very real conversation and we we shut off like the cameras and had just like a 45 minute like just really intense real discussion and he just was this dude who i realized like he really cared about like um you know using his uh using his band and his platform for just like important issues and everything it was it was awesome and we've you know it's it's it is bananas that we have started a friendship uh with that band based on we are a you know we're we're a show with makeup and farts i don't know <laughs> like, there you go yeah <laughs> but uh man yeah that rules so i'd uh, like do you want tell me a little bit more about your clothing company before we wrap it up um so about three years ago maybe a little longer even uh, Bobby Shubinsky from Blackcraft Cults uh, messaged me and he was like, hey, man, I, I, I dig what you do. Um, would you ever consider wanting to do like um, like a, a shirt with uh, a collaboration with Blackcraft? And I'm like, yeah, of course, that would be fun. And, uh, you know, we called it like Black Mass. It was one of the first shirts that we did. And it went really well. It was really popular. And he was like, you want to do another one? I'm like, yeah, screw it. Why not? 
And then it kind of grew <laughs> to the point where we had like four or five items and they keep selling out. And Bobby came with the ideas. Like you ever thought about having your own clothing label and I actually had, because I've always wanted to do that. I, I like anything that I can do where I can involve a creative thought that I have or stuff from my childhood that I liked, you know, like the occult tattoos, skateboarding, um, black metal, hardcore metal. Um, and I could implement that into, um, into a clothing item that I liked. And that's kind of how the idea and the concept for black mask clothing, um, you know, originated. And then last year we grew so big that we had to get our own distribution because, not, not that we moved away from black up. We're still very like, you know, very good, but like we were, we were big enough to kind of stand on our own and support ourselves. And we got distribution through uh rock world merchandise, uh, you know, and they do, they do, they do fucking Disney and shit. And um, you know, yeah, sevenfold. they did, they do a lot of big numbers. So we were pretty like, wow, you guys want to, you know, work with us. That was really cool. Um, we had our own website. And it just, I don't know, it's been taken off like crazy. And it's, I guess people like what we do. And the funny thing is, and I always say this, I wouldn't bring anything out that one, that I wouldn't wear myself. Um, it's just like, I, I get an opportunity to work with um, some of my closest friends because it's, it's, it's an actual company that has employees now, you know, like two years ago, I signed the papers and black mass LLC is an actual thing. Black mass clothing LLC is like, you know, it's, it's, it's my actual company. It's my business. And it has multiple employees, which I think is awesome because now my friends can make some extra money on the side to provide for their families, which I, you know, I feel really good about. Um, and it allows me to have a platform to bring people yet another way of creativity. Like I just said, and I get to work with people like, uh, you know, like do it from, from, from integrity. We're doing something with, uh, Paul Booth right now. We're doing stuff with, cool. uh, a, a black veil tattoo, you know, the, the twins and, uh, I'm working with, uh, with cult leader right now. And it's like all these like really cool little things that I get to do and present it to people. And I guess people like it enough for them to go, we want to be involved and we want to be part of that. So like, I'm, I'm super thankful that it went from like just some, some, some shirts printing, some, you know, having some fun to like a full blown company in the span of three years. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it rules. Oh my God. This jacket has a scythe for a zipper. I'm looking at the website yeah. right now. This, fuck, yeah. this is awesome, dude. <laughs> that's Congrats. Of, uh, that's one of my, uh, one of my favorite ones. One of the, like that's, uh, that's the, the line called the secret and they all have secret pins. So somewhere in your jacket is a print that's not presented on the, on the pictures. Dude, that's so fun. Dude, congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for doing our very silly podcast. Um, no, I loved it. I, I do want to say one, one or two things more, though, because you asked me about a hologram, and you asked yes. me about a get-together for a band. So before I'm going to leave you, I'm going to say let's have a hologram of Dio, because he's Dio. And yeah. if, I can bring, <laughs> if I can bring together one more band, it would be Guns Up. Guns Up? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard of about them in so long. You're bringing, you're bringing a lot of stuff uh, like back from my high school. Dude, guns up was one, one of a kind of hardcore band. Love them. Yeah, dude, they rule. Uh, oh, wow. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to watch. I think they, 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 uh, uh, do you know hate five, six at all? Do you know that YouTube channel? 
Yes, yes, of course I do. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I follow them. Yeah, awesome. They they apparently like just put up like a Guns Up reunion set, and I want to watch it because I'm really curious about oh, it. I'm gonna watch that too. That's cool. Yeah, I I know they had a reunion set like uh like maybe three four years ago was it? Yeah, something like that. It says that it happened in like September of like 2019, which feels like that was oh, yesterday. Okay. So that's, that's 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 less than four years ago. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Time is squishy now. It feels like 2019 happened yesterday and also four years yeah. ago. <laughs> Crazy to think that I thought it was longer, but I guess, yeah, the, the, you know, yeah, it feels longer. <laughs> for sure, man. Time is bananas, but thank you again for joining us. I don't want to take up any more of your day. Uh, if you have anything else that you want to plug, go for it. Um, You know, come support your local indie because I'm obviously going back on the independence, uh, Russell, and come, come, you know, come up, come say hi. You know, uh, check out Black Mask Clothing on Instagram. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Thea Trinidad. Yes, that is my wife's name, but I've hijacked her channel. Uh, find me <laughs> on yeah. Twitch with Black Mask, which is uh, twitch.tv slash Black Mask underscore official. Uh, blackmass.com, uh, you know, support us, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share, buy a shirt, tell your friends to buy some shirts and, uh, you know, keep up the good fight, man. Appreciate you having me. Dude, absolutely. Hell yeah. That's the end of the show. We did it. Everybody. We made oh, yeah. it work. Thanks, man. Thank, <laughs> appreciate thank it. You thank for you. Being, yeah. Thank you for being flexible with your time and, uh, dude, good luck. I'm excited to see what you do in the future. Thank you very much, guys. Thank Wait. you so much. Okay.